Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Cameron Worth, who is the founder of SharpAgency.com, and they are an I first internet thing agency in the UK, and they co-developed uh, and a new bottle for, for, for Jamson, which is based on... Uh, on, on the uh, technology that uh, allows you to, uh, NFC technology that allows you to interact with your Android phone. So how, how are you doing, Cameron? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you very much, Ronan. Just a bit of background of your company, how, how it started and what it does. Yeah, so uh, so Sharpend, uh, we are the, the first agency of our kind. And when I say our kind, we're the first agency to specialise and focus on what is kind of defined at, at, at a high level as, as the Internet of Things, which is a, a movement towards everything around us becoming connected, whether it's uh, cars, spaces, products, people, appliances, etc. And how long has that been going? Yeah, pretty good, actually. Um, it's uh, It's been an interesting couple of years. So it started in uh, 2014, and I think it's... It, it's gone from uh, us having to have a conversation on defining what the IoT is um, and, and really introducing the concept to, to brands to, to now us being approached with, with fairly defined uh, briefs from, from new and existing clients around, you know, could we do this? How would you make it better? So I think the market's starting to, to mature, which is really good. Um, yeah, headcount's growing and uh, clients that we're working with, we're, we're fairly embedded and, and very much enjoying the work that we're doing. So, yeah, smiles all around, I guess. And tell us more about the, the, the bottle you, you co-designed for Jemison. Uh, yeah, so the the bottle that we've designed with Jemison is very much uh, looking at trialling the, the technology that you'll find hidden behind the crest on the front label, which is a technology called NFC, which stands for, for Near Field Communication. It's part of a strategic uh, partnership with the, the parent company, I guess, which is the brand owner, Pernirica. Um, Pernod are a French-based uh, drinks brand owner. So they have brands like Absolute, Malibu, uh, Jameson, Valentine's, uh, Chivas, etc. And if you um, if you remember uh, last year around the summertime, we, we executed a similar similar trial with Malibu Rum, which is a part of the Pernod family. And Jameson, as a as a very very strategic focus for Pernod is is one of the brands that we really wanted to work with. And it's been a it's been a really really great experience to work with the team in Ireland. And looking at how we can make the limited edition bottle uh, even better by adding the digital component. And how does the bottle work? So the, the technology NFC is a technology that you might be familiar with in the context of payments. Um, so if you look at your iPhone um, and you think about stuff like Apple Pay, that's using uh, NFC. Or if you see things like uh, Android uh, using S-Beam, which is, is uh, kind of peer-to-peer pairing on your devices, that all uses NFC technology. Now, NFC can be thought of in two ways. One, it can be looked at with payments. And secondly, it can be looked at as the dissemination of NFC tags. Now, tags are these uh, very small adhesive most of the time um, pieces of, of kind of small electronics that have essentially one purpose which is to broadcast a URL uh, to a smartphone so it's an automatic technology you don't need to download an app if I have an NFC enabled handset like a, a Galaxy S6 uh, I will be able to unlock my device go within five centimeters of that tag uh, and it will be able to launch the appropriate experience um, so within the context of Jameson 
for the limited edition bottle, I unlock my device, I tap the tag which is located on the front label behind the crest, and I'm delivered uh, contextual and personalised uh, services and experiences from the brand, uh, leveraging their existing uh, mobile site uh, capabilities. That's pretty interesting. And you get stuff like a video as well, or just pictures and text? Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's, if you think about sort of packing the power of a smartphone into into the bottle, so you can really launch any kind of content that you would find online traditionally. Um, it's just a new way of interacting uh, with the brand. So think of think of the bottle now having a website, and then think about being able to give that URL to the brand and say, do whatever you want that's currently um, doable within within the framework of, of, of the World Wide Web, basically. Well, that's kind of cool because in in the past that kind of stuff was basically. Something you might see in Hollywood rather than in real life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's with less of the uh, minority report tracking and stuff like that. I think this is, you know, this is one step in, in, in the right direction, I think, for how brands should be looking at a connected world. I don't think we're yet at the point where you walk past a billboard and it says, hello, Ronan, you know, do you want another a bottle of Jameson? But what this does do is it then says, okay, so if, if the consumer has bought our product, we can assume that they're at least a little bit engaged with us. And if we can now create a, a digital connection with that person via the product which they buy and use, then we'll be able to optimize the enjoyment of that product. Um, so whether it's being able to deliver tickets to Bow Street Sessions, which is a, a Jameson uh, Jameson kind of own channel, which is, is live music events, or whether it's tickets to the uh, to the renovated distillery, or whether it's uh, better cocktails or tasting notes, you can understand the product. It's very much looking at going, okay, well, what does what do the consumers want or need in my market? Um, I now have the product, and I'm now able to deliver that to them. And then, if you also think about a slightly higher level uh, technical opportunity. If I'm engaging with this product using my smartphone, then the brand's going to be able to think about, okay, well, if we know what time of day it is in Dublin, if we know what the devices that consumers using, if we know what the weather is, um, if we know if this person's engaged before, then you can start to use all of that information to create a better experience and a more personalized experience for the person. So that, they're really some of the focuses for the trial as well. And I guess basically for other kind of uh, customers we have, for example, if you deal with a guy who may be a chef, like maybe Jimmy Oliver, you can have a thing on his products where you can bring up recipes as well, video clips of what he's been doing. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's it's kind of the yeah, like like I said earlier, it's, it's really the, the the power of the web um, in in kind of using the product as a conduit. So I think the main thing that we always try and advocate is making sure that we are kind of looking at the context of use of the product. You know, what we don't want to do is we don't want to have uh, directions to your local retailer just delivered through the bottle because you could find that elsewhere what we do want to do is we want to think about okay well if the consumer has the product near them then it's fair to assume that this person is going to probably enjoy the product at some point soon how can we make that better so like you said if it's a food product being able to link to chef recipes if it's a cocktail or if it's a spirits brand linking to cocktail recipes and also i think especially within the whiskey category, being able to deliver tasting notes so that the person can have a more informed experience of the product is really important as well. Because yeah, I guess with Jamson, they had a, uh, probably a strict brief on what the product should do, and as I guess you stuck to it and did a good job. Yeah, I'd like to think so. I think there's... Um 
there was a lot of um, kind of scope, I think, for us to be able to do lots of different things. I think that one of the main opportunities was looking at the limited edition bottle as kind of the hero uh, experience. I think the limited edition bottle has such a, a rich um, story for the market. And I think Jameson being an Irish brand as well, it gave us, gave us even more license to go deeper into that story because it means probably the, the kind of the... Um, the, the background of the artist and the inspiration behind the different designs, that kind of makes a lot of sense from a um, from an Irish perspective. And so what we looked at doing is we said, okay, so first and foremost, what we want to be able to do is give a bigger uh, or a better story about why the limited edition bottle looks as it does and more of a profile of the artist um, when you interact with the product because you only have a certain amount of space on the label. So us, we're able to almost extend the label space by using the digital asset as well. Because I guess if you got a, if you got more space on a website, you can actually have more information on there and keep it limited on, on the label itself. Very much so. Um, I think that what we also didn't want to do is we didn't want to go all in too soon. So there is a certain amount of information on the product itself because we want to make sure that this is available to everyone. Um, but we've also been able to show them if you do interact with the product, then you're able to not just get more information about the design, but you're able to start in, interacting with these kind of competitions and etc 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 i think that what we'll start to do over time is as we see this technology maturing is start to invest more and more into the overall experience itself as more people become comfortable with the technology um right now iphones don't uh don't allow for tag engagement they only allow for payments through nfc so that's obviously a big barrier so all we're doing as, as a kind of brand is really putting the right pieces in place so that when there is kind of large-scale adoption of nfc we're able to leverage it um, probably faster than anyone I think NFC is going to get bigger and bigger with IoT in the next few years, so I think you're in the right area to be in the moment. Thanks. I, I've sort of, uh, through various uh, different jobs that I've had or, or companies that I've helped build, I mean, I was, I remember importing NFC-enabled business cards to uh, to the UK in uh, 2011. <laughs> so I think I've been, I've been sort of waiting for this technology to, to, to get to where it is now for a while and looking at how we can kind of build processes with brands in in the meantime but it really feels like there's a lot of energy around the technology and i think that as jameson and as malibu and, and, and other brands that are looking at trialing the technology these are really the kind of lighthouse brands in in their categories so i think that you almost create a new um a new long term essentially yeah when jameson looks at engaging with their consumers through this new technology that kind of puts a pressure on other brands to start looking at that technology as well and saying okay well how can we leverage it as our brand because if you're now at a kind of point of purchase and you're looking at your your category and you're saying okay well jameson i'm not only i'm not only loyal to jameson but i also know that i don't just get the physical product i also get a layer of digital services around it that come with the product interaction or the other products that are in the category that just order you know offer me a, a physical um, experience so that's kind of one of the other thoughts behind it as well which is how do we how do we move the entire industry forward and one of the ways we do that is we work with the leading brands within those categories and I guess the brands you're with are brands that have been around for, for a very long time and in fact there's another brand doing this new brands are going to say well what can we do but join in yeah I hope so I really do hope so because I think that the, a the opportunity isn't just limited to to NFC right now I think NFC is a really really good uh, choice for products that sell a highly, um, highly, slightly higher uh, price point. But I think if you're a um, if you're a company that makes billions of a certain item every single year, there's other types of technology that you can use to be able to engage with your consumers. I think that the main thing that we're trying to 
introduced to brands is the concept of your packaging or your products can now become a way of delivering information, services or experiences direct to your consumers. If you look at an advertising campaign currently, you've got uh, probably a, a more traditional campaign is you've got TV, radio, print, outdoor and mobile. And it's the role of that advertising to sell your product. But it feels like right now, if you buy that product, that's kind of the, the end of the relationship. Um, but what we want to start doing now is making the product an actual key activation point for campaigns. And all the effort can now be focused on driving not just the product purchase, but also the product interaction as well. And we think that's another really interesting opportunity moving forward. So I guess as IT has now become more adopted by people around the world, you're going to be able to find new ways of, of actually interacting with that as well. I think so. I hope so. I, I think NFC has got a fairly good run um, for the next couple of years. I just don't think there's anything anywhere near it in terms of user experience right now. I think that anything else that delivers a similar sort of experience requires apps. And we're, we're pretty uh, pretty strong advocates of, of brands not building too many apps anymore. Um, but I also think that this is almost like an interim step uh, towards a world where People maybe don't even need to interact with products. The products can start to deliver information direct to the consumer through another interface. You know, there's all of this big movement in the connected home towards things like zero UI, where you've got screens everywhere and invisible services that happen around you. But I think right now, for at least the next couple of years, using your products as a media channel is a pretty good step for brands to take while we sort of investigate and explore the future of the IoT, which I think is much more focused on really embedded intelligence in the environments in which you, you live, work, and operate, I guess. And you were saying earlier about apps, and my view is if someone's developed an app, to go and every so often have to go and redevelop and redesign it, where if you get a website, easier to manage as well worldwide. Yeah, I guess it depends on, on yeah, I mean, you're right at a conceptual level. I guess it depends on the website and all that kind of stuff. But um, it definitely it definitely seems to fit, I think, with the, yeah, it's not just about it's not just about building an app. It's also about getting people to download it. So I remember a few, a few instances where it was like a, a 11 pounds media spend for every one app download and stuff like that. And so it was it was not just about the the initial investment of making the app. It was also getting people to download it and also to then get people to keep using it. It's it's a fairly low risk investment to build a a lightweight microsite and trial a certain technology to see if there's um, see if there's an opportunity. And I think the sharpened we're very strong advocates of small scale tests and learns um, as we build up to to bigger and bigger executions. You know the the Jameson trial right now is is limited to the Irish market because we want to a put back into to the Irish community where Jameson comes from and give them something special. B, activate the limited edition bottle in a new and interesting way. But C, really get the learnings in place so that when we do start scaling this technology, we can incorporate those to make sure that we're making the right choices. So I guess uh, in the long term, we'll be seeing more of these trials happening in the UK and Ireland. Very much so. I hope so. If I'm doing my job properly, you will be. But um, I think that two things need to happen, first of all. I think that there needs to be more specialists in the market who can advise brands on these kind of technologies and, and the way that you activate. You know, Sharpened, we're, we're two years old and, and we're growing quickly, but we're still not able to service the entire you know, FMCG and, and CPG industry. So it'd be nice to see more specialists um, talking about this stuff at least. And maybe some of the big guys talking less about it when they don't understand it. But I also think that it just takes a bit more of a... Yeah, it takes more brands seeing these these uh, executions in market that's going to want to inspire them to go ahead and try it for themselves. So we'll, we'll keep doing our bit, which is working with the lighthouse brands and making sure that we're delivering 
uh, best-in-class executions of these uh, of these kind of smart packaging trials, and then hopefully there'll be some some other players in the market that'll be able to pick up the rest as well. Well, thanks so much, Cameron, and uh, good to hear that you're, you're interested in, involved in a new area of IoT, and hopefully it continues very well. And thanks very much for that talk. Uh, appreciate your time. Thanks, Ronan. Thanks, cheers. Thanks, Bye. 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 Bye.